0: Today we are talking all about creating new offers in your service-based business without the overwhelm that so often comes into play. So before we get into the guiding principles, the two requirements, and all that nitty-gritty detail, I want to talk for just a minute here about why so many entrepreneurs have that giant feeling of overwhelm when it comes to creating new offers. Now, There are kind of two components of this overwhelm. The first is the technical sheer amount of stuff that needs to get done. For anyone who's created an offer digitally, online, there's a lot of stuff to it. The technical aspects, clicking all the links, making all the landing pages pretty, the marketing aspects, the strategies, the brainstorming, there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. But that's really one of the smaller pieces in reality. The biggest component as to why so many entrepreneurs struggle with overwhelm is because of an external focus. Instead of focusing and ensuring that each and every offer aligns with their mission, their purpose, their directive, they instead have a focus on how much money can I make? How many clients am I going to impact? How... How many signups can I have? How many new people on my email list? How many podcast downloads, right? There's an external focus that one, takes our power away, that we give our power away to, and two, makes it incredibly difficult to put ourselves out into a vulnerable position. Because as an entrepreneur, you are putting yourself out there asking for rejection when you create new offers. There is a lot of fear around rejection, success, failure, and power when it comes to creating new offers. So this is not an episode on describing the overwhelm. This is an episode on how to overcome the overwhelm. But I did want to start off with just a brief explanation and normalization, if you will, of the overwhelm that so many entrepreneurs face. With that being said, Let's move straight on in. There are two guiding principles I want you to keep in mind when it comes to creating offers with peace, with ease, and without that damn overwhelm. First and foremost, I already mentioned it, keep your focus on the internal world. When you can keep your focus on ensuring that the offer you're creating aligns, really, really aligns completely with your mission, your purpose, the directive of your business, along with what you're actually interested in doing, what you get excited about, that makes it easier. That allows you to be detached from the outcome. If you know that the offer is in line with your mission, if you know that the offer is going to do big things and really make a difference for your clients, easier to be detached from the outcome. It's easier to not worry about, oh, I need to have five people sign up for this, I need 100 downloads, I need 15 new email signups. Instead, it becomes a sense of peace A sense of knowing, wow, this new offer is really great. This is going to really change the game for X, Y, and Z because A, B, and C, right? It's that level of detachment when it is soul connected to what you're doing and how you want to show up. So that's the very first thing is keep your focus internal. The second thing is to keep it simple. Keep it simple. From the brainstorming process all the way clear through the marketing of it. Keep it simple. When I talk about the brainstorming part, this is a really great example and I say this from personal experience as well as having many, many conversations with different women that We want to use the newest gadget, right? We're all part Magpie. We like to try the newest productivity tool. We like to try the new software, the new gadget, whatever it is. They're great. I love me some Google Docs, Microsoft, Asana, Trello boards. They're awesome. However, they are software with a very specific, very specific way to use them. So when you are brainstorming a new offer, when you're trying to think of the name or the inclusions, the ideal client, all of that, I really encourage you to go back to pen and paper and not just like lined paper, specifically blank art or craft or computer paper. Have as free of a form of writing this stuff down as possible Because when you have a blank sheet of paper before you, the creativity gets to come a little bit more easily. It's more fun. You get to play with it, right? There's no system or process that's preventing you from mapping something out the exact way you want it to be. Now, if you've tried it before and it doesn't work for you, then do, obviously, what's going to work for you. But I do highly recommend keeping it as simple as possible for the brainstorming part especially. Because when you are creating it and you are birthing it right from the start, if you start to limit the creativity that can come through there and you start to limit the natural progression of things, it really just dampens the potential overall, right? If you dampen it at the beginning, it just... Exponentially decreases the power of it. So keep the entire thing simple. Those are the two guiding principles I want you to keep in mind throughout the rest of this episode, really throughout your business as a whole, (laughs) but especially when you are going through offer creation. So now into the nitty gritty of, okay. How do I create an offer? What do I need in an ideal offer? Because it's not only about the process not being overwhelming. It's about the offer not being overwhelming. So there are three, three things that you need for a great offer. That's all. Three things. The first is to really, truly, intimately know your ideal client. This is where if you've done any kind of ideal client avatar work, this is where that's going to come in handy. Dig really deep into your market research, your community engagement, relationships, testimonials, things that you've gotten from previous clients if you've had them and really understand who your ideal client is. For this offer, you may have slightly different audiences for each one of your offers that's okay that's absolutely okay if you have three different offers you might be serving three different versions of the same person that's okay but each offer that you create you have to get really detailed on the ideal client for that one not just the ideal client for your overall business, your overall purpose, but for this specific offer. So I'm gonna give you an example using one of my own offers because face it, I, I know it really well and can talk to it. So I have an offer called Breakthrough to Confidence. These are two hour Zoom sessions Really focused on overcoming limiting beliefs, self-sabotaging behaviors, and other habits that may be holding you back. Now, I could say that my ideal client for that is a woman entrepreneur who has limiting beliefs. That's a really poor idea of what an ideal client is. That's not gonna really help me get into the mindset to really create something amazing. So when I tell you to get intimately aware of who your ideal client is, I want you to go super deep. I want you to do all of the different ideal client avatar work that you've done in the past if you've done any of it. I want you to know, who is that person? What are the basic characteristics, right? Woman, entrepreneur, check. How long have they been in business? What are their goals? What are their obstacles? What's holding them back? What might be some reasons that they tell themselves that they don't need this offer, right? Getting into some sales objections. Why is now the time that they're ready for a change? What are they specifically looking to change? Why is it important to them? Get to know your ideal client not only on a mental, philosophical, theoretical level, but really get to understand the emotions behind what is driving them. We are emotional creatures, us humans. We do things for an emotional reason. Get to know that. So, for again, my breakthrough to confidence session, it's not just meant for women entrepreneurs who have limiting beliefs because. Well, let's face it, we all do. It's meant the ideal client for that is a woman entrepreneur who has been in business two or more years, is not where she wants to be from a revenue perspective, an impact perspective, a reputation perspective, knows that there is something holding her back, that it's not about strategy, that it's not about not doing enough work. She knows that it's deeper rooted than that. But she can't quite figure out what that cycle is. She's ready to change it. She's ready to put in the work. She knows that she needs to shift her own beliefs around it. But she needs help in figuring it out and doing it. She needs the accountability and she wants that support. Those things that I just mentioned, that's getting to know her on an emotional level. Really getting deep inside her mind and her soul of what she wants. That's what I want you to do. I want you to really know exactly who your ideal client is. That's the first requirement. The second requirement is to have that same level of deep understanding for the ideal outcome, for the intended transformation, so whatever service you've got, whether it is a call, one-on-one, whether it is a program, a course, a, a group program, a membership, whatever your service is, you need to have a very specific outcome. One that is very commonly used in the online coaching space is make 5k months, make consistent Five figure months. These are great, right? Definitely, definitely a goal of most entrepreneurs. Financial stability, safety, all that jazz. That's actually not a super great goal. Like, that's not a really specific, sexy, magnetic transformation. Instead, Get deeper, know more on an emotional level what your ideal client for that offer is looking for. So going back to my breakthrough to confidence sessions, they are for women entrepreneurs with limiting beliefs who want to break through them and yada yada, all this stuff that we already talked about with the intended goal of uncovering who they truly are underneath the societal conditioning, expectations, and paradigms so that they can show up confidently and authentically, thereby showing and sharing their expertise, magnetically attracting clients instead of chasing after clients, and really creating a harmonious blend of business and personal life. Showing up without feeling like they are putting on a mask, a facade, or any kind of suit. Now, that's a lot. That's really wordy. That's not how I'm going to go out and market this in my tagline. But that's the intended transformation. Really getting, again, to the emotional drivers. the, The reason behind the reason. Yes, they want 5K months, but do they want it because that gives them freedom to help their aging parent? Does that give them freedom to travel? What does travel mean for them? Is it the curiosity? Is it learning? Is it adventure? Is it exploration? Dig deeper than the very common industry Buzzy goals, really buzzword goals of consistent months, consistent 5K, time freedom, financial freedom. Those are really great surface level transformations. Go deeper, understand them more deeply, because when you can understand them on a more emotional level, Again, you're going to have more fun with it. You're going to be more soul connected to it. It's not just, well, oh shit, I got to get this out there because this can make me a couple hundred dollars this week, right? No, it's not about that. We're not in business for that. We're in business to make impact, to have power, to do the things we want to do. And the more that we can connect every single offer with our soul, the easier it is to do that. So that's the second step of really, really clearly understanding what that transformation is. Now, the ideal client paragraph that I gave to you earlier, the intended transformation paragraph that I just gave to you, they're not necessarily going to be the pieces that you go out and put on an Instagram or a Facebook post. But those things, those drivers, those infer. Those pieces of information are going to make it into your marketing copy, will make it into your content messaging to help you throughout this. So having it at the start not only is essential for creating a really good, robust, solid offer that fits in with your directive and lights your soul up, it actually does some of the ongoing marketing work for you at the beginning. When you're jazzed up and you're excited and maybe that overwhelm hasn't started yet hopefully and the fears aren't there and your things are good, right? It's exciting at the beginning. That's another added perk of really truly understanding your ideal client and the ideal transformation. Now the final piece of creating a really solid offer is to have a loose emphasis on loose structure. Now again, whether it is a membership, whether it is a mastermind, group program, private one-on-one package, as long as it is service-based, this holds fairly true. Again, if there's a specific situation, then use your brain. So a loose structure is going to be when you essentially have the framework for your offer, right? My my breakthrough to confidence session is a two hour Zoom call. I have a rough idea of how I'm going to start that. There's an intake form, for example, so that we can start it and get moving. I know halfway through about where that conversation tends to be in order to wrap out in two hours. And then at the end of it, there's a confirmed way to wrap that up so that the client feels complete in it. That's a loose structure. If you are working as a one-on-one coach and you're offering a three-month program, you, sh- you have an idea of what you're going to cover, what kind of conversations you're going to have, what milestones your clients might have in there. You have an idea of what's going to happen. And that structure, that looseness of it is really key. First, having a structure in general really helps to provide you and your client with a sense of confidence in what is possible, a sense of doability because you've clearly communicated what some expectations may be. And it can create a sense of safety in what is a very vulnerable container. Anytime that you are working with someone one-on-one, it is a very vulnerable container. Whether it is a business strategy session, a mindset strategy session, a money session, whatever it is. You are opening yourself up to that other person's guidance, to that other person's energy, etc. So having a structure in place allows both you as the provider and your client to feel more comfortable, more confident in the whole thing, more comfortable, and just like have a general sense of, okay, where is this going? What are my expectations? Are they being met? Are they not being met? So that's why you want a structure to begin with. It also, from a marketing perspective, especially with longer term containers, like a you know, multi-week program, multi-session package, multi-month group thing, it, it helps from a marketing perspective to understand, like, okay, why am I paying you for six months again? Like, what am I getting out of this? What are we gonna discuss? Rather than just like, oh, we're going to fix your strategy. Okay, but how? Your clients want to know the how. It also gives you a sense of credibility and expertise when you can walk through a basic framework. Now, the emphasis was on loose structure. Don't create a structure that is so pinned down that there's no room for flexibility and life to happen. So, for example, if you have a three month program with weekly coaching calls, messaging support, training libraries, all this kind of stuff, and each week there's a specific focus, let's say in week three it is strategy, and you have very hard deadlines on when things must be done in order to be completed, that can be helpful for like consulting opportunities, right? Management opportunities. But from a service provider space, from a coaching space, from a healer space, that doesn't allow for life to happen. Again, going back to that example of week three being a strategy focus and coming to it with 15 different data points completed, six different milestones up to date, yada, yada. If your client is having a really hard energetic week, there's a lot of stuff that's going wrong, there's been a lot of limiting beliefs come up, cycles shifting, all of this, and there's pressure for them to show up in a certain way, in a way that they must be strategic in order to not throw off the other nine weeks of this program, that creates a lack of safety. That creates a sense of discomfort, of possibly visceral discomfort that they are trying to force themselves to show up in a way that they can't do. That they're just not ready for that day. So have looseness, have flexibility, have space in your containers regardless of what they look like, right? Going back to the Breakthrough to Confidence session, it's two hours, I've had clients show up that are super excited to work through stuff and have just had like a shit day that just can't really have the conversation. So that goes differently, right? That is a different type of conversation because there's looseness there. With my three and my six-month one-on-one coaching containers, We have specific goals and milestones that we hit, right? We know at the end of month one, we've really got a handle on authenticity and with the product suite and different things like that, the basic business foundations. But then if stuff happens, like if life happens, good or bad, we flow with it. When you have things so structured to the T that it makes it difficult for the magic to happen, The magic doesn't happen as often. It still happens. Magic is magic. It's resilient as hell. But it makes it a lot harder for your client's creativity to come through, for that power to really play and grow and evolve and shape-shift into what it's supposed to be. So have loose structure. That's it. Those are the three requirements for a really solid offer. Intimate knowledge of your ideal client, intimate knowledge of desired outcome, and then a loose structure, right? Allow your intuition to play, allow your magic to run through, and allow that for your clients. Now that may seem way too simple, which leads me to my next point. When you create an offer, I highly recommend that there is a separation between creating the offer, which is what we just did, the three points, right? In a sense of peace without the overwhelm. Then, completely separately, there is the marketing of said offer, there is the communication of said offer. That's when the name can be adjusted, the price point, even, can be adjusted. That's when the tagline, the catchy phrasing, the sexy imaging, the juicy content, all that stuff comes into play in marketing. The name, the marketing points, the the talking points, the bullet points, the social media slides, the website copy, the landing pages, all of that is adjustable. All of that is experimental. Experimental. Because you're experimenting with something. It could be that you have the greatest offer that's going to make massive, massive, life-changing differences for people. And it's just named something funky that doesn't land. So you test out a new name and you sell 15 in a week. Those pieces are the marketing pieces. Those are experimental, right? Experimental. The core of your offer are the three pieces we talked about, your ideal client, the desired outcome, and the structure. When you separate the marketing from the offer, you start to again detach from the outcome overall because no more is it, oh my gosh, if this doesn't succeed, if I don't sell something, then there's clearly something wrong with the offer, which means there's clearly something wrong with me, and, da, 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 and the chaos train just gets louder. Right? It just keeps getting louder. Separate out offer from marketing. Before we close out on today's episode, I want to talk a little bit more about making sure that your offers are in alignment with your mission and your directive. Now, I talked about this at the beginning with the first guiding principle of making sure that you have an internal focus. I wanna drive that point home a little bit more. So as you start to think about your offers and your offer suite, I want you to think of it and your business overall as an umbrella, okay? So you've got your overarching goal, purpose, mission through your business, possibly through your life if you are a soul-led entrepreneur, You have an overarching mission or purpose. That's your umbrella, right? Like that's the the curvature of the umbrella. Each and every offer that you put out there, whether it is paid or free, content, visibility events, anything that has your name, your business name on it, that's all the metal spokes in that umbrella. All of those offers that you have should support the overarching mission or purpose. Now we've all had those jacked up umbrellas where there's like one or two metal spokes where it's broken and it's bent or it's just like busted up and it instead of pointing down it like sticks out to the side and regardless of how the wind is blowing you get soaked right We've all had those umbrellas. You know what I'm talking about with this. Those spokes, those pointy spokes, those broken ones, those are errant, disjointed offers. Those are offers that you are trying desperately to fit into your business because a competitor is doing it and they're doing it really well. Or it's trending or you think you should or that you heard that it can make a quick buck but it doesn't really align with your mission. It doesn't really align with the soul and what you want to do. Those offers that may sound so good, that may sound like they are going to just push you over that financial edge. And I call that out specifically because that's oftentimes why entrepreneurs put out offers that aren't aligned with them because they think it's going to make them a lot of money. Again, external focus. But those offers are the ones that throw the entire rest of the umbrella off. Right? You don't keep an umbrella with a broken spoke. You're going to get wet. It's going you're going to get rain all over your stuff. One errant offer that's not aligned can drastically affect your entire business. It can tank your reputation. It can suck the soul out of you while you're working on it. It can drain you. And it can prevent you from actually showing up confidently and authentically. So it's not just feel good, woo woo, Chrissy said that must be nice. No, it can destroy your business if it's not connected to the purpose. If it doesn't have a specific point of existing, then its point is to distract, right? It's distracting you from the time that could be better spent on something that is soul aligned. It's distracting for your clientele who is like, well, that's weird. That's different. That's not typically something that they offer. So it really does come back to having that internal focus And making sure that all of your offers and really overall all of your business activities are aligned with that greater mission, aligned with that greater directive. So today we talked about the two guiding principles of creating offers without overwhelm, which is to one, keep that internal focus, and two, to keep it really, really simple. Then we went into detail on the three things. That's it. Just three things that you need to create a killer offer, which is to know your ideal client, to know the desired outcome, and to have a loose magic possible kind of structure. And then I drove home that point about soul aligned offers a little bit more with an umbrella analogy. I hope that this helps you. If you've got any questions, as always, you can reach out to me on Instagram or through my website. Links will be in the show notes. I wish you the very best of luck. And if you are interested in a breakthrough to confidence session that I talked about this entire episode as an example, reach out to me on my website or Instagram again and book one in. These conversations can really change the entire trajectory of your business as you decide And actively, intentionally invest in yourself and your own growth. Because you, my dear sweet sunshine, are completely worth it. And you deserve everything that you desire. Alrighty, so there we have it for this week's episode of the Soulfully Strategic Entrepreneurship Podcast. It has been my pleasure being here with you today. If you've got any questions of any sort, go ahead and find me on Instagram at Chrissy Mellinger or submit a form through my website, ChrissyMellinger.com, and I will get back to you personally. Otherwise, if you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more like it, be sure to subscribe, follow, and submit a review so I can make sure that the good stuff keeps on coming. Can't wait to be back with you next week. Enjoy your day.